It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Indians, your daily Cleveland Indians podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Ellis of 24-7 Sports and your host of the Locked On Indians podcast. If you've been living under a rock, uh, the Indians won last night against the Twins in exciting fashion. We're going to go deep on that game. We'll talk about Mike Clevenger. We'll look into the performance, and then we'll continue to look ahead because of how big this series is and the current situation with the Cleveland Indians. So as mentioned before, the Indians went uh, went and won last night. That makes them one game out of the Central Division. They are leading the wild card. Both Oakland and uh, Tampa lost, so the Indians' lead for that home field advantage for the wild card got even greater. The win also uh, put the Indians' win percentage over 600, which gives them the fifth best record in all of baseball. Fourth best in the American League, but fifth best in all of baseball to kind of give an idea of the disparity between the American League and the National League this year. Um, Some of that is, you know, you look at the American League Central, which is a bit of a cakewalk after the top two teams. Then you look at the National League Central, where every single team but one is uh, competing to a degree for the playoffs. You know, it's, uh, again, you know, the that's not to disparage the Indians. They've done an amazing job. Um, A huge win. It was a win they should get. Not just be honest when you have Clevenger against Kyle uh, Gibson that is a win you need to get uh, it was a little bit annoying that it ended up being as close as it was uh, Clevenger was his usual fantastic self allowing two runs through seven innings and then the bullpen the normally steady bullpen the bullpen that I said the Indians you know it's their one huge advantage in this series um, made me look foolish and struggled uh, Brad Hand didn't have the cleanest clothes after, uh, you know, you know we had the the issues in June, and then he came back and was dynamite, and this was one of the first uh, games where it was not quite there for him. Adam Simber, who's been great all year, uh, struggled. Hopefully this is not the beginning of that second-half fade we saw with him a year ago. But, uh, yeah, it's one of those things... Was it closer than it probably should have been in the end? Yes, but they still won. Um, it's uh, with them having now won three in a row, and the Twins having lost three in a row. It's it's given them that chance to to really gain some ground. And if you were curious after last night's podcast, the uh, the Mets won again. So just kind of a fun little thing to talk about because uh, I, like everyone else, ripped them, and they are now half game out of the wild card. So, yeah, just a, a fun bonus there. But uh, the Indians currently have a three-and-a-half game lead on Tampa and a four-game lead on Oakland and a nine-game lead on the Boston Red Sox, who did manage to pull out a win tonight. Um, it has been rough sledding for them. So let's just dive into the game. Uh, who's your player of the game in this one? It, I would go with Mike Clevenger. Jose Ramirez continues to hit, and I hate having him in the five hole. Um, we have seen Mercado definitely start to cool down a bit. Uh, he's struggling a bit more, and that was inevitable. That was going to happen. He he was outperforming anyone's expectations. 
But uh, you know, Ramirez, that two hole is supposed to be by advanced analytics the best hitter on your team, and right now that is Jose Ramirez. Uh, Kipnis with a pair of doubles, uh, continually making me look stupid, and I'm fine with that. Um, I'm always good with looking stupid when it's benefiting my team. Uh, his performances continue to improve. Fran Mill, no strikeouts, no hits, but he did get a walk, step in the right direction for him. And, you know, you look at the numbers across the board for all the complaints. Uh, he still has a OPS over 800. Uh, Roberto Perez with a walk, Naquin with that late home run. Everybody reached base in this game for the Indians. If it was by a hit or by a walk, everyone reached base. They had seven hits and eight walks. I mentioned the two doubles by Kipnis, a triple by Puig, solo shot by Naquin, a big insurance run there too. So uh, some nice value in that hit. Uh, Ramirez with the double and also had uh, you know three RBIs, breach base three times. Uh, he has been in fuego. At the same time, you know, Puig had a hit and a walk, scored two runs. Um, he led the team in the run scored in this. You have to love what his addition to the lineup has been. It just makes this lineup a bit deadly, which is hard to believe when you think back to the beginning of the year. Um, so night and day to what we saw for those first few weeks. Clevenger, though. Seven innings pitched, 117 pitches, 70 for strikes, nine strikeouts, one walk, two earned runs, just three hits. He did hit a batter. The Twins have a very good lineup, a very good lineup. You wouldn't think they did facing Clevenger. I mean, he was he was spectacular. His ERA is now just a hair over three. Um, if he had not been hurt, I think we'd be seeing you know Cy Young talk for him. Uh, Clevenger and Bieber look like the new uh, Kluber and Carrasco from a few years ago, um, where you have those two guys at the top who legitimately uh, will get Cy Young consideration, which means they're in the top five to six pitchers in the American League. Uh, the two guys, you know, with uh, Kluber and Carrasco just started to get older, and the Indians got another two. It's okay. They're fine. They just keep doing it. And what's interesting with all of these guys is... You know, Clevenger was never a top 100 prospect. I remember when I put him, I think I was one of the highest people. I put him third or fourth in the system at one point. Uh, Bieber, never a top 100. Uh, Kluber, never a top 100. Bauer was. Bauer was a high pick. And Carrasco actually was, as he was a really well thought of guy in the lower minors. But by the time the Indians got him, he was not viewed that way anymore. His star had definitely fallen. So the Indians seemed to have... (laughs) more success with the kind of more off the beaten path guys and what is a common theme with a lot of these guys is they're all extremely coachable um i can't stress that enough from my time in the minors when you talk to pitchers who come into the system how often they're blown away by the indians approach the development the hands-on uh everything the front office does in the minors is fantastic and it seems like they hit the majors and then there's not as much of that because, you know, you have your manager and they're supposed to take care of that. And that staff is not not the most analytically uh, forward-thinking bent. Well, in the minors, I mean, they just... Someone like Clevenger, when I met him in Akron, when he was not a named prospect at all, 
you know, he just would talk about the night and day difference between the angels. You talk with Jake Paulson. Uh, that's why I was so intrigued by adding Scott Moss, because Paulson also came from the Reds. Moss came from the Reds. Moss has more upside. And all of a sudden, the Indians are going to get a chance to kind of mold this lefty. The Indians just have success. They can scout. They can see what... They know what they like. They know what they can work with. They're very good about that. They do shoot for the moon in the draft. Um, it hasn't worked out so far. Guys like Aiken and Torres have dealt with injuries. Hankins is showing some signs of life. We'll have to see at the Spino. But it's kind of amazing. And you just have to give that farm system, the roving pitching coordinators, um, all the higher-ups, uh, tons of credit, and just all the scouts. I mean, the scouts find these guys. Um, that fit their mold and you know Clevenger for Vinny Pistano is looking like one of the uh, single greatest deals in Indians history at this point it may not be the Bartolo Colon deal which netted him you know uh, a a player who looked like he was on his way to the Hall of Fame before injury a multi-time Cy Young award winner and a multi-time all-star infielder but uh, it's still a really good trade in its own right and we'll see what Clevenger continues to do But uh, we'll look at his advanced stats right after the break. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This whole week, our number one sponsor is Postmates, and uh, I want to thank them. It's a great service. Uh, doesn't matter when or where or what, they're going to get it for you. Uh, I talked about it on last night's show. It's a great one, especially if you're not feeling well and you are home alone and you need to be near the restroom because maybe you feel like you're going to be sick or for whatever reason, or you got a little one and you got to care for them while they're uh, dealing with it because. Postmates is 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You, uh, anything you need, they deliver. It's just, it's basically, they are a on-demand delivery service. So if you need food, if you need groceries, if you need medicine, uh, they'll bring it to you. You know, in my area, it could be, I have a grocery store down the street. I've got a Taco Bell and a Five Guys the other direction. I mean, any place that you can order and they can pick up. If you did, like, uh, like there's an Applebee's down the street, I could do their to-go menu and they'll bring it to me. Or if I was feeling unwell, I could have them bring me Tylenol from the, the local store. All of this, it's fantastic. It's it's always nice to have Postmates in your back pocket because there's going to be a point in time when you need it. So you can download the app for free on whatever operating system you have. And you can see what is available in your area. So, 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 well, here's where it gets even better. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. That's right. $100 of free delivery credit. That means everything getting delivered to you, you're not paying for that delivery. You're paying for the item and they're bringing it to you basically for free. In the first seven days, 100 bucks of them bringing you any item you want. If you just don't feel like going out, you've had a hard day at work and you want to stay in, buy the item, use Postmates, and they're going to 
you know, they're bringing it to you and you're not paying anything for that. You just have to remember to use, download the app and use the promo code locked on. Uh, again, it's a great service. It just makes life easier. We all want our lives to be easier. Download Postmates and use that promo code locked on. So before the break, I mentioned that I want to talk about Mike Clevenger. Um, we go over to uh, Baseball Savant, you know, and it has those nice little handy dandy uh, tracking. Do we call them line graphs, uh, bars? But his is full of the red balls, which are good. Um, normally in life, that's probably not the case, but in this case, it is. When you look at something like for him, maybe not the best idea to have opened this on the tablet instead of the computer but his is loaded with high-end performance compared to the rest of the league and it just stands out when you look at it. the only thing that is not high is his spin rate on his curveball and that is obviously not having much of an effect on him but you look over the rest of it highest one is his k percentage that is where he is just m- missing bats with the best of them, 97th percentile. Fastball velocity, 90th. Fastball spin, 75th. So when you combine those two, I mean, that is a plus-plus pitch. Because not only is it top 10% velocity, it's top 25% in spin. So it's coming at you quick, and it's spinning, and that just it makes it so much more difficult, which explains why his exit velocity is 92nd best in baseball. Hard contact isn't happening. Hard hit percentage, 80th percentile 83rd percentile for expected weighted on base expected slugging 84th expected batting average 82nd that curve spin 23rd that's the only thing that he is just not at the top end of but uh, this is an ace by any measurable way looking at this performance here this is an ace level performance when you go and you look at the individual uh stats for this year he had a ton of red last year he doesn't have that and that's because he doesn't qualify at this point. He missed all those games at the beginning of the year. He's only had 11 starts, 62 innings. We'll see as he continues to pitch how things progress. But he's pitching better than he pitched a year ago. And the fun thing with Clevenger is, you know, he's he's 28. Uh, he's a late developer relative to his draft position and everything else because again it really didn't start to come together until he came to cleveland um he's his pitching over the last few months has been amongst the best in baseball i mean that's just the easiest way to put it uh you might be hearing my cats fight in the background i apologize for that i don't know why they decided the middle of the podcast is the perfect time to have a cat fight but who knows maybe that'll help ratings but, again, we have the Clevenger performance in here, and as mentioned, one can have an argument, a debate on who is the Indians' most effective pitcher this year. Uh, the peaks with Clevenger have been higher, but Bieber has been the old reliable Mr. Steady for the Indians, and he is still yet to pitch in this series against the Twins. So tomorrow's game, we're going to quickly go through all of these and just through the schedule here and uh, talk about I know we did it a day ago but uh, again the series is just so important because it's not just about taking over the division lead it's Minnesota is sliding if the Indians can really push it to them 
Minnesota hasn't been involved in the playoffs in the past few years. What, two years ago they were the wild card team um, and got knocked out in the opening round. There are some veterans here. Don't go, I mean, Nelson Cruz is about as vetty as they get. But uh, they're a team you can might fold under pressure, uh, especially when you look at that paper-thin pen. If the Indians can put the pressure on now, I mean, they're going to... The Twins are just going to be sitting there going, we had an 11-game lead. Like, what happened? What happened? Keep going with it. Tomorrow's matchup, Bieber against Smeltzer, was the game I circled as the most winnable. Um, Bieber, again, should be a top five Cy Young candidate. If you go over and you pull up FIP, now I always prefer FIP to XFIP. Uh, If you're like, what is that? FIP stands for Fielding Independent uh, Performance. It basically takes and normalizes pitcher performances, and it's kind of shown, you know, without defense added in, uh, it shows... It's been a great indicator, basically. Like it, it typically shows who's going to be better year to year to year. It kind of eliminates some of the luck. The reason I don't like XFIP as much is it normalizes everybody's home run rate. And yes, home run rates, as we've seen with Trevor Bauer, can vary widely year to year. But at the same time, um, a lot of pitchers have a pretty... Uh, you know, it's a straight line what their home run rate is. Sorry for the laughing in there. I just had to. I, I read an article today on the uh, the Cardinals, and uh, they were bemoaning the Ozuna trade because they gave up All Star Sandy Al, uh, Sandy Alcantara, who, by the way, has the worst xFIP in uh, of any qualified pitcher. Just for fun, there. Uh, Yankees fan. Oh, and Jay Happ is uh, is one of the worst in uh, FIP. So, you know. Fun for the Yankees fans there. Um, when we're looking at the goods, who's been good? Charlie Morton, second best in baseball, arguably the best free agent signing uh, all of last season. Scherzer, uh, just um, unbelievable, uh, number one. Hugin Rio with Dodgers, also has been unbelievable. Jacob DeGrom. Lance Lynn of the Rangers. I mentioned before how he's performed really well this year, and... Uh, the missed boat, as it were, for the uh, the Rangers not moving on from some of these players. Keep reading names, but at 10 is Bieber. 10th best FIP in all of baseball. Names behind him, uh, famous names, Zach Greinke, Colton Kershaw, Noah Sindengarten, uh, Patrick Corbin. I mean, these are guys who either got big money or traded uh, for pieces. Fun one on there, just from a, you know Zach Wheeler, seventeenth. Some people are like, "Oh, why would the Mets offer him a uh, the qualifying offer?" Because he's seventeenth in FIP, and their defense is horrendous, and that's part of the reason why his performance doesn't match. But as I was saying, uh, I always like players who figure it out. So it's fun to see Sonny Gray at nineteen that he's he's everything's kind of clicking for him again. Or Lucas Giolito, who for a lot of places was left for kind of dead. He was the lesser prospect to a lot of people when he, they he was got in when he was got when he was received in the uh, Adam Eatondale, and there he is, 16th in baseball. So those are always fun to look at, just from the perspective of sometimes it takes pitchers longer. Be patient. But yeah, so you have Bieber, 10th best pitcher in baseball by FIP, which is the best indicator of future success. Um, Clevenger, again, would not qualify. So tomorrow, Bieber versus Smeltzer. Smeltzer is a fringy major leaguer at best. 
Um, I called it yesterday. I think tomorrow Fran Mill gets off the home run schneid. Uh, Smeltzer, in his one start, was home run prone. It's a very small sample size, but in the minors, he was also a bit home run prone. Uh, and again, with the addition of Puig and Fran Mill, losing Luplo hurts, but this is still a team now that the lineup is set up to hit lefties better than righties. They went and added a pair of right-handed bats to the other pieces. Tomorrow's game should be... The Indians should end tomorrow first in the Central. Rest of the weekend, a uh, bit of a cat a cat flip. A uh, coin flip. I, as I recall, it was originally supposed to be Oda Rizzi on Friday. So that changes things up. Uh, you know, the next two games are then advantage twins, pitching-wise. So we'll see how it goes. But the Indians really should end tomorrow up in the division. And then we'll see from there. But, uh, yeah, with Odorizzi getting pushed back and Smelter forward, it really even more so sets up tomorrow's game as a, you know, I I don't know how betting things work. I don't know betting odds, but I, I feel would feel very comfortable wagering on that one. Now that they've changed who the starting pitcher is, um, I'm sure lines have changed greatly. But, again, I this isn't me, like, pretending anything. I honestly know nothing about gambling. But the Indians will finish this off. They go to face a majorly scuffling Boston team next week, and we'll see. It's 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 setting up nicely for the Indians. Uh, the big win tonight. They should win tomorrow. I'll be back on Monday to discuss the whole series. That is going to take the majority of the show, um, just because... It's it's too huge of a series. After that, we'll get kind of back in the regular rotation. I still have some more interviews from my time in Akron. And, uh, yeah, it should be fun. Right now is a fun time to be an Indians fan. Enjoy. I want to thank everyone for listening, rating, and reviewing. You are awesome. Thank you all so very, very much. And as always, go Tribe. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.